0: Back, ladies and gentlemen it has been so long episode 3 of uh, short story bingo if this is your first time uh, welcome if it's not the retention program is working let's run that back this is short story bingo episode 3 of our stories uh, I was very very uh, privileged to sit down with my friend G life uh, at G life on everything uh, to talk about his artistry um, over 20 years of making music um, his videography with extra T media um, his recent dive into beat making and production, and um, we talk about all that and some other things um, a little bit more uh, outside of the artist realm. But uh, a lot of uh, morsels of, of gems of knowledge, and just very excited for what's to come for the content coming out for Short Story Bingo and and moving forward. But short, sweet. Follow us on everything. Appreciate it. Like, subscribe, all that. Uh, I cannot wait for what's to come, but uh, please enjoy uh, Short Story bingo, Episode 3, uh, Our Stories um, with G-Life. Thank you. Yo, indeed it is, ladies and gentlemen, it is a fun time, short story, bingo, special edition, our series, and um, if this is your first time, welcome, if it's not, the retention program is working um what i do on this particular podcast i speak with very awesome people and talk about their amazing stories and the stories that we have together uh thus our stories um today my name is gabino Grimes. excuse me my name is Nate come the third i was gonna say gabino grimes because that's my fucking artist name and if you don't know that yet then um i can check that out but um, my name is Nate come the third thank you again for uh tapping in um we uh i've made a, a very Distinct effort to, to really put my all into what short story being out on this special part can be. And um, my guests uh, are not just guests. Sometimes sometimes they'll be just guests, but a, a, I prefer that they're also my friends. So um, if we're not friends at the beginning, then I uh, hope that we can be friends at the end. With that said, I do have a friend of mine on with me right now, my friend George Life. Uh, please introduce yourself, sir.
1: Hey, what's up? good people my name is george mcdonald i go by george life aka g life i'm a hip-hop artist and other types of arts call myself an artist of all forms born and raised in salt lake city utah and i am friends with nate Shacone the third
0: right here um we just got done recording um for your web series um, that's going to be releasing in 2023. This will be released before then. Great. Um, but uh, can you speak into that really quick? And then... yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so it's a web series that's about for the do-it-yourself musician, artist, of you know, comedian, whatever. It's going to help you with booking shows and getting press kits together, stuff like that. So we did an interview with my friend Gabino Grimes, wanted to find out how such a talented person has done so much in their life and, and you know, recorded albums, done podcasts, um, the Battle League. So I'm interested in the business aspect and sharing that with the world.
0: Hell yeah. Well, we'll, um, I mean, we'll have you on after it launches again just so that we can talk about that, you know? Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but be on the lookout, obviously. But uh, uh, in the interim, fucking subscribe to his YouTube channel. Um, is it? Uh, I know that they introduced handles. So, what's your handle?
1: So everything is still at George Life, which is okay. great. So my YouTube handle is George Life, or you could just go YouTube.com/slash George Life, or uh, is it backslash? I always it's forget backslash, those. Yeah. Backslash George Life. Uh, georgelife.com also will take you to everything.
0: Is 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 the backslash or is that a forward slash?
1: See, I've been saying slash and people have been telling me, no, it's backslash. Okay. So I don't know.
0: Whatever. It's fucking, it's a slash, dude. It is a slash. Yeah, excuse me.
1: Is slash, is backslash not a slash? It is a
0: slash. So fucking to be fair, like, and, uh. Whatever.
1: All I know is they're lucky they didn't catch my backlash.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I like how you did that. That's good. Um, so, yeah. Go. Make sure to go follow them. But in the interim, let's go ahead and talk, man. I uh, We spoke about an hour, um, just barely. And there was a couple things that came up that we're going to. I wanted to talk to you about anyway. But, like, um, the first time that we met and what. For And I wanted to speak into what it meant for me um, and have more of a broad chance, and I can on this podcast, um, and then uh, speak to what, how, like, our timelines um, have gone to uh, where they are today and where we really ramped up, like, uh, ratcheted up um our personal and our business relationship, you know, because they, they kind of went hand in hand, but our personal relationship went hockey stick before our business one did for sure. But, um, so we met, it was it 2006. You mentioned 2006. It sounds about right.
1: Yeah. Cause in 2006 and 2007, I was, I was doing shows with max. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 2006 cause it was winter time, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so you were with max, uh, and bomb city,
1: yeah, yep. the group was called Bomb City,
0: and I was um, barely—I—I uh, I was just barely uh, like rapping. Um, I was still recording 2006. I was still recording uh, in my sister's Kaysville basement on a computer mic. Um,
1: I love that though. I love I love those tales, you know.
0: Yeah uh on cool edit pro cool two, edit pro 2.3 yeah. or something nice. like that. yeah so the old joint um I, w- I made some beats
1: i bet that was sick though still back it. then that yeah. was like a nice setup right
0: yeah i mean i thought so you yeah. know I obviously
1: think, mics could always be better when we were young we didn't get the best mics but
0: yeah i mean i think more what i was like if I were to like watch myself, then I would I would be like fuck yeah, like you yeah. you're just doing it right. Who cares? Yeah. So that's what I would think about that. But it, I mean, all that shit could have been upgraded. But I, I it was so fun and so, um. But that's what I was doing. I was making beats on FL uh, Fruity Loops, um, and getting beats, uh, like, like through like also. I didn't uh, know you were
1: making beats. on I made beats. NFL. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I still fuck around with beats, but not. Yeah. I, 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 um, don't. Yeah, I, I just uh, I leave it to folks that you know. I that's something I'll tell you right now that it's something I want to do. Yeah, is, is like get dive into beats like. Hard. I know
1: someone who has some tutorials online. I know
0: you do. I know you do. <laughs> I know fucking um. Uh. So yeah, I was making my. So that's what I was. That's what I was doing, and then um. I was obvious. I was definitely very much so looking into uh, who was doing anything, you know, who was doing things, because I hadn't paid attention to hip-hop at all. I mean, I was an athlete grown up, um, and so the part – the section of the newspaper I would go to, the newspaper, um, <laughs> was the sports page, and, uh, like, never went to the entertainment one at all. I mean um, – but when I got back from the Air Force, that's that's what I wanted to do was start rapping. So, I say all that to say that I saw that you guys were going to be performing at Moe's Bar and Grill. Were we on the same show?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I'm pretty sure you were billed as Mr. Benny Records.
0: Mr. Benny Records, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Dude.
0: Then, it had to be 2007.
1: It uh, Yeah, could have been 2007.
0: Because, um...
1: Yeah, it had to be two thousand seven, like early two thousand, or like right, like winter, like January, February.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, um, okay, so I remember, um, I mean, simply put, looking at you like a fucking rock star. So I appreciate it, um, and Max too. I mean, yeah. to simply put, I mean, you guys as a, as a duo was the shit. Um, thank you. I'll be uh totally honest you were more you, you spoke to me a bit more than max did um i didn't take that as anything off on his part but you were just more uh, engaging and um uh, just to have any sort of interaction i was like dude yeah fuck it yeah. that's where i want to be like i mentioned you're in fucking uh, publications and shit and so i was like this is what um that looks like like if this is it then to get here that's like a goal you yeah. know yeah and, and you were very nice and cordial. You didn't, uh, yeah, it was great. And so that honestly, our timelines broke after that. Um, but that, that's just how it goes sometimes, you know, right. for me.
1: Um, and am I wrong? I thought maybe you were in Ogden or something. I was not in Ogden. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Not, I didn't think that far, but you weren't Were you based in Salt Lake city. I
0: was based in Salt okay. Lake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I uh, was moving. I after I moved out of Kaysville, I moved to North Salt Lake, and then
1: Kaysville. Okay. Yeah, I was in yeah.
0: Kaysville. Um, but where I started to really do a lot of work was uh, when I was living in Magna, at my in boy Magna, Rocky's house. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, I actually ended up connecting with Max a lot more, and that's probably why I thought you were from Ogden because he was from Ogden.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, with David. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so him and his, I haven't talked to him in fucking forever, but, uh, him.
1: Yeah. I mean, neither. I know he moved down to Southern Utah as last I had spoke to him and that was probably like five years ago. Got it. Okay. Um, and that I think that but was, he was about, a cool dude and he knew a lot about like graphics, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh no, I'm talking about David. David.
1: Or David, yeah. Oh, I was talking about David. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: David, I actually spoke with him recently. He, uh, I mean, just between you, whatever. I mean, uh, him and I. Just between us. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we we just got to talk because there's uh, some things we need to talk about. So, I'll just uh, leave that there. Um, I love him, so that's where I'll leave that too. Um, No, I haven't seen Max either in... uh, Several years, yeah, yeah. I think the overwhelming point that I want to get to is like, um, I, I have i I've long been a part of this mentality of like respecting what, um, it's not even uh, it off for sure respecting your elders per se, but like uh, respecting those that are successful in the business that you want to be in to like watch their moves, and so I was cognizant of that, and still am. To this day And so You were One of those people uh, That I was watching um, Dusk was one of those people That yeah, I was for watching sure. um, uh, Stuff that VO was doing Oh yeah I didn't With even know That him and my CSE, sister Yeah, yeah did was even know. Good. I didn't even know That him and my sister Were friends Like from Way back You know And When those I was like
1: What you know My sister You know um, Yeah I, I'm the same way You know like look, I looked up to like when you've been talking about Joe Baca, you know, like yeah. it's always good. Like I, I had, res- yeah, you don't have like blind respect for your elders, but if these people like helped pave the way for what you're doing, it's cool if you can have a cordial relationship with them. You yeah,
0: know? absolutely. And I think, um, when it goes, excuse me, it ties into my respect level that I have for the art and, um, building the scene and being a fucking conduit for other people and being of service, you know? And in order for me to do that, it's important. It was, it was, and still is important for me to know those who are doing it. And, um, and we spoke about this, but, um, there's a lot of folks that aren't anymore. And, um, uh, that's sometimes like wild to me, like, like, uh, I get it. I get it. You know, that's fine. I understand. Um,
1: Yeah, it's weird to (sighs) me too. It's like they must be in their own heads or something because people like us who didn't know each other, but we both came up knowing that's something that you do. You show respect to the people in the game who aren't blatantly disrespecting you, you know? Like, it was just, it literally was like part of what you do, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like, part of the, you know, you heard of the five elements of hip-hop, like, that was, like, ingrained as you, you know, they call them OGs for a reason, and, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm always cognizant, as you say, of, like, who shows that and who doesn't show that, you know, because definitely there's a lot about, like, these young whippersnappers, they're just not showing us old people no respect, you know, and it's not like that, but, Everyone likes, you know, like you're the type of person and I am too. I'll show the, the younger people respect as Look, well yeah. because I'm just trying to show people respect if they're showing it back. We're in the same community. We're involved in the same activities. You know, if you say, oh, I really liked this show you did. I looked up to you. Like that means a lot to me, you know. Um, I remember being that kid who looked up to people and it's just part of the cycle and it's part of the community.
0: Yeah, I th- I think it's very important, and also because I think I because I'm gonna do business with you. That's what I also think about too. Like, I would like for I, I'd like for this contact to be good. If it turns out that we end up uh, doing something, if we end up becoming more have a more personal um, uh, uh, relationship outside of uh, the business one that we'll enter into. Um, cool. If not, then uh, we'll still have like a friendly. Interaction while we're doing business things. Right. And, uh, that's just how I roll. And that it's how this was made me successful in my nine to five. I and believe it. so, um, connections are huge. Networking is huge and being able to have a good track record is huge. And so, yeah. um, yeah, that's, uh, absolutely.
1: I'm, mean, some people would say it's everything, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm some people. So yeah. fucking that's true. Um, with with how that made me feel, though, like at the time, I guess, is what what transports me to, like, right now. Let's just go all the way fucking 16 years later. Two, or from 15 years
1: later, from 2007 to 2022. First off, wow. Um, it's my favorite number, 15. Is it really? Yeah. I did an album called 1-5. I was in a group called 1-5. Oh. oh, yeah? And, yeah. You know, it's always... It's the code to my phone. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) It is. Um, (laughs) uh, No, no, no. So, um, transport to our relationship now, and um, I I don't, um, I think that it's to be said that uh, when we first started doing, like, Short Story Bingo, like a year ago, Well, two years ago at this point, I guess a year and a half ago, for sure. um, We were still, uh, we were reconnecting pretty well. And I think I sprung short story being well on you. And this is how I felt. Okay. You can clarify for me. Um, And you may clarify fucking what I'm saying, but uh, I felt like I sprung it on you and it all, it might have, um, I like I was wedging myself into your life and uh not in a bad way like I think I, I, I was doing it I know I was doing it unintentionally because I wanted to do this but also like uh there were some things that you were telling me about like oh this would be cool because we can you know your creative side was coming out too like oh this would be neat because I'm thinking about doing some stuff like this too that um well fuck with yours you know um we'll get it done and we did um and uh what what's uh, well excuse me through that process i felt like our personal relationship grew i also think that through that process i gave i was talking to you a little bit more about who i am as a person um I mean, we talk about this off camera i haven't drank in um four months um and you asked that as my friend do you know what i'm saying you would not have asked that if I didn't let you know that that's like even something that matters to me, you know. And so I think on our personal level, I want you to speak to first off what I talked about is about like the short story bingo adventure, um, uh, and what you where where how you value uh, personal and business relationships, and either and how the, how that works for you.
1: Sure. Awesome. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think you're an awesome dude with a lot of integrity, an honest person, someone who can be trusted. And I think um, that, like, that friendship can, you got to, our friendship started from what we were talking about, just being like cordial rap people you know, we would see each other around and it started with that first show, you know, and then we'd see each other. Oh, dope. How's it going? How's things going? And when we started talking about shorts, you started talking about short story, bingo, you were already doing it. And I don't know if you asked me or I offered, but we started doing it because I wanted to be involved because it's good practice for me business wise, but also it's, uh, It's fun to see your friends doing like a passion project, Mm. you know, and with projects like that, the money comes later, you know, you don't, you're not worried about like, well, I need to get paid for this or, you know, obviously it's a passion project. It's like, you know, just do it to get it done, to run the cameras and stuff. And yeah, you and me started spending a lot more time together and, but you were always someone I had respect for, you know, and you know, like over the years of this rap shit, I main most of my friends are people from the music industry mm. because I've spent so much time with those people and and it's really easy to like get along you know, especially in Utah with Mormon Utah, you don't have to worry about swearing or, you know <laughs> someone who doesn't drink doesn't have to worry about if I want to drink or if uh, I want to smoke weed, you know like. The rap, you know, most rappers I can get along with. But anyway, um. I was so I appreciate
0: that, Uh, that um, there's a lot that resonates in there for me. But uh, I wanted wanted to know what your thoughts were about the like what I was talking about as far as the personal aspect of relationship to a business uh, relationship. And what do you like look for if you're going to be like, how have you, have you had long withstand long standing business relationships that really
1: didn't ever get personal? Uh, you know, probably not. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. And I think
0: it's because of our personalities. Yeah. Because of of how um, personable I literally am. Yeah. Like, um, the first transaction might be that, you know? Um, But I have a lot of non-transactional partnerships. Yeah. Would you say the same thing for you, Doug?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's more like just checking in with you, seeing what you're doing, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, but also, like, I think about all the... um, I think about all the connections I've made and shit and uh, networking opportunities that I've been able to be a part of and will be a part of in the future. I just don't know them yet. But, um, like, uh, I know that I have built a lot more um, respect than I've tore down. I've tore down some, for sure, because I've definitely done some fucking dumb shit while, while drinking. I mean, um man i definitely have done some dumb shit but uh i know that for for real though that i've um built up a lot more and i'm just beating myself up on fucking camera right now but that's okay i mean that's fucking what happens um and so i say that because like i definitely i i know that i garner respect when i go into like our community and shit you know and I, and it's, there's more people who know than don't know I guess is the best way to put that, you know, unless it's around a lot of different new people, which is fine too. I like being in those fucking environments too, because it turns into more networking opportunities and like, Oh shit. Yeah. I've been out here for da. It turns into that. Like, what are you doing? Um, so like, I think, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is like the personable nature of like how I conduct business has been very, very conducive to my um, growth you know, and being able to to like network is a is a huge thing, man. And For sure. Absolutely. And like being nice, you know? Being fucking nice. Keeping your word. Have you ever read the Four Agreements? Have we talked about this? Uh huh.
1: Okay. When's the last time you read it? Probably eight years ago. Longer, maybe.
0: Okay. Did it resonate? Oh yeah. You? Did it Big make time. an impact? Okay. Oh yeah.
1: It's I still listen to those types of things like when I'm at the gym, I listen to Tony Robbins and Dr. Joe Dispenza and, you know, it's all self-help type stuff trying to help me figure myself out better, you know.
0: How often would you say that you're um, in um, taking in self-help
1: uh, knowledge? Daily. Daily. Mm-hmm. Do you think that
0: that's important?
1: Depends on who you are. For me, it's important. Yeah. Uh, why? Why? Um, I got a lot of my own like inner guilt, inner feelings, inner, you know, I question a lot of stuff I've done in the past and just trying to be a better person. And, you know, I was never a horrible shitbag. but like you're saying, like stuff, you know, when I'm drinking, you know, not every person I drank with is going to say I was the greatest guy to be around, you mm-hmm. know? So... Definitely always trying to better myself, always trying to like, with me, a lot of it started with the music industry. Like I was trying to know more about business and all that stuff helps you with business. Right. Yeah. And, but then it really came down to like, I became like a huge stress ball and, and now I use that stuff to like, not be such a stress guy. You know, I used to freak out on people and I just don't as much anymore, you know, kind of like we were talking in the last hour talking about um, how planning these events for you used to kind of, it's different than it used to be. It used to be a lot more stressful, even though it's probably the same stressors you have grown, you have learned how to handle it. You know That's what I'm trying to do every day, Hell yeah, grow and learn how to handle it. I had some medical problems with my stomach, and it was always being caused by stress. And then on top of that, you know, I've been in, legal situation i've been in fights and i've been arrested and i've been someone who uses alcohol and drugs and it's just really key for me to to like it's it's just become part of my daily life is is the self-help stuff and i search it out so i've got like audio books and you know just listening to it constantly
0: dude fuck yeah and i I appreciate you saying that because, uh, well, because I do the same shit. I mean, I, 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 I mean, like t- to the degree of the secret,
1: <laughs> I like the secret. Yeah. I do
0: too. I I mean, I don't think it's magic, but I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I,
1: I was just watching the Simpsons was making fun of it earlier uh, with the book called the answer. Oh, the wow. answer has been with us forever. You know, um, yeah. Was, how they do it. Yeah. yeah it was, was pretty video. cool.
0: Um, but I bring that up because, like, I'm consistently doing. I, I, I just like taking in cool, uh, excuse me, existential information. Like, yeah, me I, too. I think it's I think it's um, calmed me. Um, and give I'm very uh, introspective with um, my decision making, and like to I I enjoy being rational more than i enjoy being emotional about decisions and so um
1: for sure either you control events or they control
0: you Mm -hmm. and um if it's not like a funny podcast that i'm listening to in the morning um like listening to like dr andrew huberman uh talked to jordan peterson recently was like it was just amazing it was just (laughs) nice to hear fucking well-informed people talk like people that are uh, just more um, informed, I guess is the best way. For, I mean, I don't want to call them smarter. I don't know that I, I don't get on board with all that smarter shit. I think that there are more people apt to want to be more informed. Um,
1: Definitely. There's people that think they know it all, and there's people that want to learn it all.
0: Yeah. You know? I thought I, um, that's a whole other thing, but <laughs> I, Whatever, they're, they're smart, you know, but they're also, I mean, I'm smart in places where they wouldn't be smart, you know, so I guess, so that's what I'm saying, like, I just, in places that I'm not informed, I appreciate fucking being informed, so I've been long, uh, I said this, but um, I'm very Google it, so like, I've done that since I was a kid, I love reading, <laughs> why I fucking do short story bingo day, I fucking don't mind it, I love reading, it's funny, um, and I've read enough fucking books to have already been doing this podcast in my whole life to just be like reading shit and laughing or, um, critiquing the way that something was written or whatever. Um, but I do the same thing, I guess is the point I'm making. And I, I, I think that that gets lost a lot about with people. Uh, in, and I say that because, um, what I mean excuse me, uh, I think that self-improvement gets lost with a lot of people because it turns that there's a stigma surrounding like um, um, people acting like they're better than you or some shit like that. And uh, I think that that gets uh, tossed around a little too much um, when people are really just trying to figure themselves the fuck out or like for sure. Yeah. Um, or like, Bootstrapping uh, What's it called Uh, Like pull yourself up by your bootstraps Like figure it the fuck out type of shit Sometimes man uh, It takes some time To figure it the fuck out And by time I don't know how long It could be a second It could be two years When I'm figuring shit out You know And um, And I'm okay with being vulnerable about shit like that I I don't fucking have an ego about that at all. I, th- I think that's quite literally the point is to undress the fucking ego. For sure. So that you can take fucking information in without a judgment. Yeah. I mean, judgment in the fact of like what you're taking in, you know? But like not so much what. Um, and, uh, not so much like that you're taking in the fucking knowledge, just like being very open and willing to um, and vulnerable to it. Dude, music has been, oh, go ahead. Music uh, has been uh, something, I said that I've been doing it for 18 years since 2000, On uh, like full blown since 2006. So this year will be um, 16 years. Um, how long have you been doing music, Doug?
1: So that guitar right there, my dad, my mom, and my dad got me that guitar when I was twelve years old. This one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I'm now forty. Just turned forty this year. So um, thirty that long. Thirty-eight. Thirty-four years. No, wait. Twenty. Twenty-eight years. Twenty-eight plus twelve.
0: Oh, you were twelve. I thought it's, it's, you said six for some reason. No, I was okay, twelve.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was twelve when I got that guitar, and. At that point, I was obsessed with, like, grunge music, so I started taking guitar lessons. I learned how to play Nirvana and Pearl Jam and stuff, and we played... I was in a band, and we played in front of the junior high in eighth grade and seventh grade, just a couple times, but I've got some old video footage of it still. And then I started getting into Tupac and got more into rap music, but I always kept the guitar. I always liked the guitar. Now I use it a lot in the beats, the beat-making, you know, but... So I've been making music that long and I've, and, and I'm, you know, I feel like it's funny when, you know, I feel like I haven't made that much music, you know, until I started making beats, I really, you know, and it must just be society or the homies or some. not, you know, I feel like all this rap music I made and it's albums, you know, 10 albums worth, I just feel like it didn't count. You know, and I, I shouldn't feel that way, but it's like, I don't know. It must just be the, the haters have got to me, you know, uh. like maybe it's also like the older I am now. I feel like my other, my, I definitely don't like a lot of my old music, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe that's why I feel that way. But I've been making music, writing lyrics, writing uh music as well, the guitar and the melodies you know for over 25 years dude
0: that is wild okay so several (laughs) things i want to talk about now because um we talked about uh well just performing and um that wall of uh public speaking and the fear of it yeah the the natural fear of it like no one wants to be the speaker in the clan you know and if you are you're like uh you know um there are some people that are naturally gifted with it. Some people have to work at it. Um, and uh, do, you, do you do you get um, stage fright?
1: Yeah. Yep. I still do. Yeah. And I did back then, too. I was going to say,
0: like, when you were little. Yeah, like I remember 13, it. But 14.
1: it wasn't, like, crippling, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. some people literally couldn't get on that stage. But I remember being scared. And I remember messing up some of my guitar. You know, and being like... I had to wait, you know, to be able to jump back in because I had messed up and so I had to wait for like, you know, to catch it. I had to catch the song again. I'm just like, Oh, everyone's watching me, it's so embarrassing and I go back and look at the I go back and I look at the video and it's like it's not that bad. It's a kid, you know what I mean? It's I yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't a savant. I was just a kid yeah. playing guitar, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. I was so okay, hold on, I'm gonna i'll go on that in just a second i'll put a pin in my own brain about this um but uh what were what, music i want to i want to b- break this whole shit down music in general what do you enjoy about music not the business part why the fuck do you enjoy music
1: well, I, for a lot of my life, it's starting to change now. But for a lot of my life, it was That's like wanting to be the star, you know, wanting to get just seeing musicians and wanting to be like that. So a lot of my career was based on like performance stages, shows. Nowadays, um, what I like about music is that same thing I like with painting, just that I can create something from a blank canvas and it's mine. And it doesn't even, now that I've invested all my equipment, it doesn't cost me anything. So if I want to go make a beat tomorrow, it doesn't cost me. If I want to go make a rap, I can make a whole album. It doesn't cost me anything, you know what I mean? Because I have Distro Kid paid for and all this stuff. In and I've studio. got I have my own studio, the mics, and I can make my own beats. And so it's literally everything I ever wanted, you know? So, like, sometimes I just have to come downstairs and, play with this equipment and as it's getting older it's still like it's what I need to make my masterpieces or whatever you know it it's it can be frustrating it can be calming what I like about it it's challenging you know I'm still like in the beginners phase of I still think of myself as a beginner like musician you know even a rapper I never ever thought I was the best rapper but But business-wise, I always thought I was one of the best, you know? So, like, business-wise, I think I'm one of the best. But the music is, like, I'm still such a beginner, barely scratching the surface, bro, you know? Like, look, I got all these instruments I never play. Mm. Got, like... I mean, you're... And it's like, I'm sure you have had this thought, and so many of us creatives have had this thought. Like, I just wish I had all the money on earth so I could just (sighs) do what I want to do, you know? Like all that's missing from my puzzle is time. It's fucking, you know, like I could sit here and make, it doesn't mean I'll make a masterpiece because you and I aren't the same on that sense. Like we're not, I would love to make a masterpiece, but if I don't, I'm still going to make what I make. Like it's like therapy. It's getting it out of you, you know, but I just wish I had more time to make more stuff and I have more time than most people, but it's still like not enough time, you know? Yeah. And people like us, we're working on podcasts and books and albums and businesses. And it's, you know, there's just not enough time. Plus, you got to learn how to do it first. And that's why I say I'm still a learner like it, you know. Can't even make. I can't make the sickest beats all the time. It's like one out of ten, you know. I don't know. Yeah, so, okay It's hella fun Yeah, I was gonna you know? say
0: So, I, you just encapsulated the whole thing without me saying it But, uh, saying that it's hella fun And, does that need to do Nah, we're okay. good Alright, um So, the What I was getting at is, like, for me when I was, like, young Um, and getting into, um I don't know, when I was, like, 19 When I, when I started to rap and sort of think about music differently. Like, I never, I never really paid attention to like music theory before that, and uh, or even w- how much I really loved music um, before I started to to write raps. Um, and I know you. I know that music is a universal fucking language, and it's been forever since you know people started fucking tapping their. Um, You know, hands on a rock or whatever the fuck. uh, Or two rocks together. Um, But I find it so fascinating still, even for myself, to, like, be blown away by a new beat that has, like, the same cadence, just, like, three or four different sounds. And it's the same BPM of, like, a beat that I loved in 2008. But it's just slightly different. I, I still get enamored. Yeah, with that. And
1: um, Yeah, it is crazy. You get like a crazy like a feeling almost like you were a kid again. You know, you're like, "Oh my god, this beat is so dope." Yeah. Who did it? How did it do it? Like, well, you know. Do you get that I also, need it.
0: It's got to be mine. 100%. And and I think I I don't know that that'll ever go away. I don't um I I've, I've listened to like Joe Budden talk about how like, when he's retired, like, he doesn't listen to beats like that anymore. And when it gets to that point for me, that'll be a fucking, that, I don't, I don't know if I'll be super sad. That'll be, like, menopause, you know? Like, right, that is
1: that is wild. You know, someone like him, he's spent his whole life doing this as well. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden. For
0: the art and for the money. Right. So, like, because he didn't have money to try to get, you know, like, so, like, working your hardest to, yeah. right. So, like, hearing a beat, I don't know, man. I don't think that that'll ever go away. F- like, for real, like, 70 years old, like, hear a beat come on me, like, that shit's hot.
1: Do you make beats anymore?
0: I do. Nice. Um, very sp- um Very sparingly, but uh, I made a, like, I made a beat on um, uh, GarageBand for my phone ringer. Dope. Just because I wanted to hear my own beat. And it's not, like, awesome, but it's yeah. my own beat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's honestly one of those things that I was like, I'll come back to make a better one next time. Yeah. You know, but I bought, I had some, I have some equipment that, um, I, I made a, uh, made some beats on, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's still very cool to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just making beats is cool to me. I didn't like hearing what I want to hear. So, um, like if I'm making beats with someone, I would look, I really like to be in the process and. Um, not. I don't know how to. I guess I'll just say it. Like it feels like I might be overbearing sometimes when I'm with someone else. I think so. They always tell me that I'm that I'm not because they want to hear what what's going on in my head. But um, so I I am told that it's a more collaborative process. But I feel like I'm yeah, like more driving just telling the them what sh- to Yeah, do. yeah. I feel like I'm more driving the ship, but um yeah that the beat making part is so cool but the what i was saying is like being in this space is so different man it's like i'm a whole different animal when i'm working like my nine to five is it's a whole different thing you know and when i say that because i've said that several times but when i say that i think to myself is it that different is it just more just like me transferring a lot of my passions and my energies to, to just another, to a different place, you know? Because I get, I have these types of conversations on like discovery calls, you know? Like I'm in a pretty cool position where I'm talking to CEOs and entrepreneurs of um, startups or like seven-figure, eight-figure, nine-figure businesses. And in order to get to know what their business is, Um, I would like to know how they tick and why they got into making phone cases or some, for some people it's like, I just saw a CPG product in an industry and I wanted to have a business in it. Right. And there's some people are like, you know, they have that personal moment. Like my kid was fucking shitting everywhere. And so, you know, baby wipes weren't cutting it. So now we make little towels or some shit, you know, whatever. Um, so I, 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 think that I, I don't give myself enough credit, uh, for incorporating my passions and into other, in just my whole life. Like, it's just like a whole thing for me to be able to have conversations like this and just chill, talk, um, and then also have some little bit of learning that goes along with it. But to go back to what we were talking about, I just went on a whole fucking thing. and. Um, I don't know that music will ever fucking leave, man. So for you to have been doing it for as long as you have, um, that's a blessing, don't you think?
1: Yeah, and you know, for a small amount of time, I was making decent money. You know, oh, when right, I was right, when right. I was doing like a lot of shows, I was making pretty decent money. But um,
0: COVID fucking sucked, huh?
1: Yeah, COVID was the end of that. You know, it had all been declining already with the decline of physical CDs and you know cuz that was a big thing for me is selling CDs i mean they're not gone but people aren't buying them like they used to and for sure for years selling CDs was like the number one money maker and then uh shows was the number one money maker and then with covid it's just all gone just all gone you try to pick up the pieces and figure it out you know and that's when i started doing uh more beats and really fell in love with making beats and stuff but um had
0: you made beats up to that point
1: not really i had helped people make beats i had played some guitar on some of my stuff like me and lamb we would make a beat together um but i had never made my own beats
0: like right. not even a focus level of like like they got the beats and i'll just like it would be cool sometimes if i do this or whatever but like yeah. I, I rap i make right. cool music Yeah, never
1: ever tried the beats. I I always wanted to. You know, I always wanted to make beats, but I never tried until January 2020. Or, yep, January 2020. I made my first beat. And then, um, same with being a DJ. Like, I want to be a DJ too. You know, I just haven't really. I did a DJ set once uh, in 2012, and it was cool. But, like, that was it. And, you know, definitely want to be a producer, want to be a DJ, want to be in both, you know. Dude. And the rapper and the guitar player and, you know, the videographer and I want to do it all. Yeah, you know?
0: dog, that's what I'm talking about. That speaks to being able to have um, what we were talking about earlier, that, like, there's other opportunities to stay in and not being boxed in. I fucking DJs for a while, dog. Nice. Bars and shit. I had CDJs. I yeah,
1: yeah there I mean, don't didn't you make more money as a DJ yeah, than a rapper? Hundred <laughs> percent. And I
0: had a. It was a fun fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Like curating playlists and shit. Yeah,
1: like, for sure. It was fun, man. For sure, and getting Burned people CDs. dancing. Yeah, I
0: was burning a CD because I, I wasn't. I was DJing off CDJ, so it was like way, that's funny. It yeah. was being way bitch about it for sure, but like, yeah. I wasn't uh doing any vinyl sets or interesting. At all, you know. Yeah, but um. I was for sure fucking booking gigs like yeah. to make money. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And weddings, like, yeah, you pay me a hundred bucks, one hundred fifty yeah. bucks.
1: That's so cheap for a wedding DJ. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so cheap. Sure. I'll do it. Yeah, and I would have done it. Yeah, um, it, it's hard to like with if you just had to show up and DJ, cool. But when you have to load up, you got your speakers and your mixer yeah. and your light bar and your lights and.
0: Yeah, that's a lane that I've dabbled in um and I appreciate folks that have made that their thing. Yeah. You know, because like I know that there's DJs that have dabbled in rapping and like they're like I'll just I'll I'll can do like a 16 or something but I'm not putting out a whole album. I, yeah. I would imagine that that's maybe the same type of uh idea or some shit, you yeah.
1: know. Or, or along the lines of And It's fun in my career watching DJs come up too. Fuck yeah. You know, like I watched Intimidate You know, when he went, when I first met Intimidate, he had like tables, but he had never, he's like, someday I'm going to use them. You know, now he's like a very popular DJ out here. You know, same with, I was working with Pookie forever. Pookie and I worked out a deal where he would do these X amount of shows for me and I'd buy him the DJ controller that he wanted. So I got him like this dope pioneer controller and he still has it to this day and he earned it off and we had a great time and traveled yeah. all over, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: What d- didn't, um, was it you or was it dust that I was, uh, cause we brought him up, but dumb luck. Do you remember when he started making beats?
1: I think he was already, he was dabbling before I met dumb luck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: I remember when he started making beats Yeah, and I was like, damn, these are pretty dope dude. Yeah. You know, and now they're fucking, yeah, you know, way
1: dope. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um anyway so th- I think that's cool to see like progression in other parts of like And
1: that's interesting too like you know he does w- on the MPC and I do it on the what you would call a digital audio workstation just the computer but they're completely different you know and there's so many ways to make beats oh, yeah. and there's so many different styles you know his are sample based minor original compositions doesn't mean minor better hip hop has always allowed sample based and often makes for some of the better stuff, you know, it's just really cool to watch. Like there's just so many ways to get the job done. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. That's a good fucking
1: point. Even with a recording, you know, you don't need a booth like that anymore. You just need like a, a pop guard like that one, you know? And, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, like we, we were talking, you were recording in your sister's closet. You know, I was I recording
0: recording in a closet, bro. I was recording on a fucking chair like this in a a basement that had no.
1: Yeah. It was no un, an unfinished basement. Yeah. No, uh no drywall, no dude, floors, nothing. Dude, yeah. Nothing. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I was too. And, and With nowadays that would like work. Now. Yeah, I did. I swear to God. Ours, we had a, it was me and. Oh, this is a long story, but we just put a microphone like this in a shoe because we had nowhere else where it would, like, chill, you know, so yeah. we put it up in the closet in a shoe, and it was perfect. You know, we made a little pop guard out of a, um, a nylon pantyhose. No way. And a metal hanger, you know, and that's the old pop guard that we had. And, you know, it was all about DIY, do it yeah. yourself, and we didn't have money, you know. But, yeah, nowadays – that would work, bro. Literally, you know what I mean. Like, you just need like one of those things. Yeah, and that would work. So recordings change, beats have changed, DJs. It's, it's all changed. You know, it's it's cool. It's fun you to watch. Can, you, you can know?
0: fully fund your own shit for real, for real, for real. Well, excuse me. Uh, not fully fund, but you get you. There's a lot more tools at your um. You know, at, at your beck and call. Absolutely. Yeah, you can definitely. Um,
1: Dude, just go order, like, a DJ controller on Amazon and use it for 30 days and return it.
0: 100%. <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah. but you could. Yeah, fucking do that. Yeah. Um, uh, that is wild to think about because even back then, like, there was a lot of different ways that I tried to fucking manage to make it happen. I was like, I don't have a mic. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to still record. And right. And what are we going to do? And I was like, dude, the computer mic will
1: fucking work. Yeah.
0: And then I'll start. And then I. Dude no, then knowledge. somehow
1: you got your hands on cool edit pro. Yeah. No, like, yeah. You know, I you downloaded just
0: downloaded it illegally. I'm
1: sure. Right. I, for I, sure. Cause yeah. we had lime wire. Yeah. And Napster. I definitely and, fucking downloaded it yeah. illegally.
0: Um, uh, and then, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, we had every software
0: for free. <sighs> fuck, dude. you know, um, but like I said, like I, 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 I appreciate you hearing those stories too. Cause I know that you said like, I love hearing that shit. I do too. Because like, like I said, I I would look at that kid, that 19-year-old, and be like, just keep that. Right. Keep being curious and keep fucking not saying no. Yeah. And don't take no for an answer. Because you didn't, you didn't take no for an answer when you started rapping into a computer, Mike. You could have said no. I always
1: just wish I had a little more knowledge at the, my fingertips. Yeah. You know, we were, we were winging it so hard. You know, no one. I still am could tell us, you know, do this, don't do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that's part of the beauty,
0: man, of fucking life. Like that's the mystique of things. Cause you don't know it all. So that's a search of that knowledge. Yeah. man. You know, I, I grew I up do wish with, too, with
1: the, I grew up with the endless struggle guys. They're a punk rock band out of Salt Lake city. Uh-huh. And, and they really inspired me to do a lot of it. Just punk rock style. You know, they didn't just inspire me to, but they told me to, you know, they're like, just cut up your flyer, just, make a flyer out of, like, the newspaper clippings and, you Mm. know, um, just get in a van and show up at the venue. Like, don't just – don't even worry if you've been booked. Like, just go there and, like – I mean, that was what they always told me was get in a van and go. I was like, how do you get on tour? How do you get this? Just get in the van and go. You just got to go there. Go do it. Really? We did that quite a bit. Like, went to L.A. with Lamb and Chris Styles and wouldn't, you know – no main plan. We just w- went to all the m- major record labels and didn't get nothing out of it. Knocked on all their doors and slept in the van, you know.
0: Like for real, like went to like Capitol and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Yep. And like literally knocked on the doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking did. And what did that yield? Nothing. I mean just not got even a, like a, more hungry though, you know, just not even a conversation or could, anything or like even no. a
0: card like hey contact us No, no.
1: No, we did end up getting we had some gigs out there yeah. and like you know, made a few fans. But um no, nothing business-wise. I got you. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean the point is is that like you know, you you for real just went out and fucking got it. Like that's I think there's just not uh, you, you can't teach that shit, man. I, th- I don't I would imagine as a young kid then, like f- before this, um, would you say that you were pretty like, uh, independent, like as a 10 year old or what, what, what?
1: I don't know. You know, I had, I had big dreams, you know, I was just thought I would be some huge superstar for sure. In music at 10
0: years old? Or music something?
1: or film or, yeah, you know, whatever, like, a superstar is to a kid. Music yeah. and film, pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah. I I for sure always thought I'd be, like, a rock star. Yeah. You know, and I didn't even, I didn't even reach, like, a f- fraction of what I had thought, you know.
0: Yeah. I thought that's, I, I thought either I was going to be uh, a basketball player. Nice. <laughs> For real. Because I got put all my energy and effort into yeah. that. Um uh and my only focus was the NBA. I wish I would have fucking like just been like, dude, you play overseas too. Right. Like yeah. you don't have like some of these smaller yeah, leagues. Take yeah. it easy, you know, you can still make good living out there. Actually. Yeah. Um, but that, uh and then uh that was it that was the plan right. I was told I told, my, was yeah, I told my mom I was gonna What's get plan B
1: there's yeah, no there's plan B no I'm going to the NBA, NBA too, mom yeah, I'm
0: fucking and she would just uh, she just be like yeah okay honey you know and um yeah I don't know uh that was it I wanted that and then um I knew I loved hip hop like that was just like the, my, the music that I listened to while I played basketball like basketball was it though like I only did basketball that was that and then um, uh, school I loved school so that was cool and then when uh, when I turned 12 um, that's when things kind of well this my seventh grade year my mom and dad got divorced that year and so like um, it just set off a you know a lot of different events for me in my yeah, life. Yeah,
1: the path changes. Yeah, to that it just point.
0: completely changed. Yeah, yeah, completely changed, and then rechanged again when I went to the air force. You know, because then, like that span from seventh grade to senior year, um, my focus was to be a pilot. Then at that point, you know, I still wasn't even uh, rapping at all, or I was trying to freestyle. Um, I was doing a lot of beatboxing.
1: Definitely like freestyle and beatboxing like paved my way into it for sure. Really? Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, like you know, started getting into rap, started just freestyling with your homies, at, you know. Yeah, for I years, was, you know.
0: Yeah, I was I was very timid though to fucking rap in front of friends because it was in front of girls. Yeah, and I didn't want to fucking you know like I'm I was still trying to fucking. Whoosh. Yeah, get some of that tang.
1: Yeah, you know that's why I liked to rap in front of the girls. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's why I beatboxed. Yeah,
0: because I could, because I could. Flex. And
1: little did we know, though, the DJ was getting all of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were out. They were getting all of it. Yeah, he, the, we were. They weren't even sharing.
0: They were not. Yeah, no. we. I mean, I still pulled, but uh, yeah, that's funny. I think uh, ultimately, how I mean, again, this comes back to uh, our stories. And uh, our story in particular and how far our – where our timeline started, how it – I mean, briefly, I mean, I would it, – how it, how it started, where it went, and how it came back together and where it's at now. Um, I'm very appreciative of everything that you do. I'm always watching, obviously, and we're very integrated and aligned And so um, I want everyone that that follows me to uh, tap in and check out what he's got going on, even if it's um, just subscribing to his YouTube. If you don't, you know, want to subscribe to his Instagram, check that out. And he's a good follow all around. So um, this has been fun. We're going to do this again. Yeah, we're going to do this again for sure. Um, What would you – in, in in the same vein of what I'm talking about, as far as like how far we've come, our friendship, and and what what do you what say you about uh, what is on the horizon for for yourself, and um, how much it means to keep your close homies uh, like around.
1: So. You know, you got to keep your close homies around. You know, I if they're your close homies, I never get rid of them. They always end up just getting married and having kids and disappearing on their own, you know. (laughs) But, um, no, yeah, definitely. And especially, like, stuff like this. Like, there's places where you can help me, you know, in my journey. And places where hopefully I can help you, you know. And that's the benefit of homies as well as, of course, you could hire strangers. But, you know. I, I always like, you know, the the saying. Uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Dope. And you know, so I look forward to working with you more. I've got some ideas, you know. I know we're gonna do some songs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do some filming. Um, you know, I've what I this isn't an original thought because lots of people have thought this, but I want to get like a nice big giant track with like. All of our 801 homies, uh, you know. Hopefully over one of my beats, yeah. And maybe recorded here. Maybe I can do the video, but it's something like that I see on our horizon, you know, stuff like that.
0: Fuck yeah, dog. Yeah. And obviously doing this again.
1: And doing this again, yeah. And I mean, as far as homies and friends go, that's everything. Yeah. Friendship is everything. Friends are everything. You know, you've heard me say it about a bunch of these guys. I maybe I haven't seen them in years, but I love them. We have these memories that we built together. And, you know, a big thing I was excited about going to your event when I left your event, the Mike Masters event, I've, I came home and I felt I was I told Sage, I said, I really feel like um, I forgot that I'm like I'm a part of a community, you know, wow. a lot of people it's a lot of people aren't a part of a community, so they don't know that feeling. But a lot of people also just forget it, you know, over COVID I stayed away from so many things and, um, it was just great to be a part of a community. We are a family, all of us, even, you know, Hemis and Al and Dusk and Nate and I mean, dozens of, dozens of people. It's an ecosystem and I'm lucky when I get to be around it. So, you know, and, and you're one of my favorites in the ecosystem. So I love you much brother and I appreciate everything you do as well.
0: I fucking love you too, Doug. Hell yeah. Right there. Short story bingo, special edition. Our stories hosted by your boy, Nate the third. Thank you guys for being on this ride. And um, one more time, get, let them all, uh, G, George Life uh, is the handle on YouTube. Um, on Instagram, what, it, what George Life on Instagram. It's on George Life on everything. So tap in with all that. Um, please tap in with all that and uh, let them know that uh, Nate Chikom sent you if it's your first time so uh we're out this piece on the new roadcaster pro shit i'm going to be talking about this motherfucker for like the next five episodes because so am so fucking happy with it and um, i can't wait to just use the shit out of this to get this roadcaster fucking two because there's another one out there but i'm going to use this thing and i'm very happy to do it so short story bingo um our stories uh and we're out man peace Please. Dun-dun. spare fingers is yes.